What, which, this, that, or the other? From Bonnaroo to Coachella, traversing the music festival landscape can be tricky. That's where we come in with high fives for everyone. The What Podcast with Brad, Barry, Lord Taco, dedicated to exploring the entire festival scene. Brad has worked in the radio industry for more than 20 years and currently lives in Brooklyn, where he is program director for three stations, including one in New York, one in Detroit, and one in Miami. Barry's been a reporter for the Chattanooga Times Free Press, covering all aspects of the entertainment industry since 1987. That's before you were born. Lord Taco, the smart guy who makes these podcasts on our website at thewhatpodcast.com work. Also really good at identifying babies, loves blue-haired moms, PBR, and his beautiful Volkswagen bus. We all fell in love with the Bonnaroo Festival years ago, not only because of the amazing bands that play there every year, but also because of the incredible community spirit that has developed around it. Radiate positivity. And we really like talking about the inside baseball stuff when it comes to putting on a huge music festival. So join us. You can hear the What Podcast on the Consequence Podcast Network or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Consequence Podcast Network. What's happening? This is Duddy from the Rome and Duddy Podcast. If you are out there and you've got something to say, sign up for Anchor. Start your podcast today. It is so easy. All you got to do is hit record, start recording, and upload whatever it is you want to talk about. There is people out there that want to hear what you got to say. So today is the day. Sign up for Anchor now. Start your podcast. Start talking. Start recording. Upload that thing. It is so much fun and it is so easy. And I promise you, once you get going, you're going to love it. So sign up for Anchor today. Peace. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Episode 21. What's up, y'all? Hey. We are back. It is the Cinco de Mayo. I'm taking my little boy to the carniceria. We're going to go grab some groceries and then come back and just fucking cook and drink beer. My my, my kids are. It's going to be great. Yeah. I can't wait. Dude, Rio just puts them back. Dude. <laughs> Rio's got a problem, dude. <laughs> dude. He, he drink. Well, you know what's funny is ever since he was a baby, um, he, he called beers beards. With a D. Beards. A beard. So ever since he was a baby, he'd be like, Daddy, is that beard or soda? I'm like, it's a beard. And now he's five and we never corrected him. So to this day, he just still calls them beards. beards. So he'll just you be walking around and be like, hey, that guy's drinking a beard. You know? I'll oh, have two beards, please. I'll have two beards, please. Stiff ones. All when right. I was uh, when my kid, I, I think it was Jack when he was super young. And he'd have like his milk, you know, his like bottle. And I'd have a beer or a cocktail or whatever. And he'd be like, Daddy's milk. Oh. Like point point to my and he was like, that's uh, Daddy's milk. That is kind of <laughs> <laughs> a little weird. I'll take it. Whatever. Move it on. <laughs> so what's good? Good day. Oh, well shit. Speaking of Jack, uh yesterday, uh, his school does every year, they do this thing called the ponytail roundup. And it's if you have long hair. 
and you want to cut it off to, you know, donate it to make wigs, they come out and they do it like assembly and Jack did it. Oh, he shit. Cut all his hair off. That's right. He'd been growing his hair off for a while now, huh? Oh, super long. Dude. And, uh, as a, I was super stoked that he did it and he was like, you know, really happy, but oh, it kind of made me sad. Aww. Man. Well, we just shaved <laughs> Saint's head. You did? Yep. Yep. You can check that nice. out right here. Yeah. Cute little guy. Shaved head. Look, there comes a time because like we don't cut our kids hair until it just gets to that time, you know, where it's like all up in his face and it's long. And, yeah. you know, we're we're just like, OK, what are we doing here? Are you going to be the long haired kid or you want to get it cut? And, um, dude, there's this thing where like, once you shave a kid's head, he like grows up, he like gets some confidence, you know? And like both yeah. my boys with both my boys, as soon as we shaved their heads, they're just like, they toughened up, man, straight up. They were just looked at themselves in the mirror and maybe cause I have a shaved head, you know, but they were just like, shit. All right. This is what it is, you know? And then yeah. from there on, you know, I mean. You know, they got hair now, but it's fucking crazy. It's like just to see like my my two year old just become a bruiser overnight. Like oh, he man, shaved his head and dude, now he's just like uh, just a bully, just walking around, <laughs> just bullying people. It's brutal. Oh. So we're dealing with that. <laughs> That's what dude. it is. So Jack cut his hair off. So all they do is they like they like put his hair up in a bunch of these braids, you know, and then they just cut the braids off like one by one. And so no like no proper. No proper cut. So I had to go to the studio. I went to the school and I watched it. Then I had to go to the studio after. So I didn't see him all day. And they took him to like a haircut to get a haircut afterwards. And he came back. He's just got like a bowl cut. No, they did him dirty. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I walked in. I was like, no. <laughs> just disrespected, dude. He disrespected oh, my boy. Oh. fucked up. Yeah. Oh, well. Maybe you know, I'll shave it. It grows back until you're like, you know, 40 and it don't. <laughs> um, so yeah, man. But uh, yeah, we we had Red Rocks. It's a little music news. Oh, that's right. Just got back from Red Rocks. Speaking of Rio, I took him. He's been acting like a little asshole since then. <laughs> uh, but it was awesome, man. You know, sold out show. We got to play with Jizza. Catastro played. That was cool. Um, you guys had a show too, right? Reggae on the Rock or something? Reggae Reza? No, it was the, the Sweetwater 420 Sweetwater. Fest in Atlanta. Fuck. Um, yeah, it was super cool. And you know what? It was like a jam band festival, pretty much. Uh-huh. And, you know, we're not really in that scene. We'd like to get, you know, in there a little more and, and just kind of try to meld th those scenes a little more if we could. But so we weren't headlining by any means. We played at like, you know, 3.30 in the afternoon and it was kind of awesome. Yeah. We played at 3.30. I mean, we still had an hour and a half set. So we played 3.30 to 5. And uh, and then I just got the chill. That's amazing. And we kind of hung out and I just like watched a couple of the bands. It was fun. You know? Yeah. It was I, super cool. I feel like. A lot of people think that um, concert bills are constructed by who their favorite bands are. Um, yeah. But in reality, they're actually constructed by, you know, who sells the most tickets in that given area the last time they were there. And people yeah. don't like people don't realize that, like, dude, like jam bands, they're massive. Like, yeah, official pack 75,000 people in a, easy in a stadium, like, yeah. like, like nothing. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Just shit like that where you're just like, 
this is crazy. They're in a whole other world, you know? In our world, world, we're doing our thing, you know? And then in, in the pop world, there's that thing. But I mean, yeah, that's, it, it's a whole other thing. Cause like Sublime but, will be in like a recent kind of thing or in, in a similar situation where we'll be playing like a show. Like when we played with um, Cardi B and Snoop Dogg, like a couple years back, people were like, yeah. what, you, what is Sublime doing? Open it up for Cardi B and Snoop Dogg. You're like, well, Cardi it's, B and Snoop Dogg. I know your Cardi favorite band. Dogg. I know your favorite band is Sublime. But yeah. to like a bajillion little girls, you know, their <laughs> fucking favorite rapper is Cardi B. You know, it's like, what the fuck? Yep. That's weird. They looked up to her, you know? She's a, she's a role model as <laughs> as a father of a daughter. Oh, man. Yeah. I actually but thought you know about that funny, song man? the other day. So with the jam bands, though, which I was watching, and it kind of made me super jealous. And I was like, damn. We're working way too hard up here. Because you'd always wonder, like, damn, they play like two hour sets. And you're like, how do they play like two hour sets every night? Well, they're only playing like five songs. Oh. And each song goes on like 20 minutes. And they'll just do a chord progression for 10 minutes. Damn. And not a lot will change. Not even like someone's doing a ripping solo, which sometimes they are. But I, I was watching sometimes and I started having like a, a little game I was playing. I was like, I want to start timing <laughs> how long time. they'll just do this chord progression over and over again with not really much changing. Little tiny subtle things maybe changing, but then going back to the original thing. Just like, and I'm telling you, man, like 10 minutes, they'll go on. And it kind of blew my mind, you know, and I was just like, damn. We'll go up there for like an hour and 15 minutes and play like 21 songs. What are and you doing? For, they'll go up for an hour and a half and play like five. Not you singing. You know, and I'm just like. And not, not singing not, or soloing. Not No, during just, the, those 10 minute jams, no singing really at all. Nothing. Strumming. And not a lot of crazy soloing. Just little pluckies, little things. Ride. Hitting the ride. You know, I would look at the band and they're just chilling. Bass they're just, just like. They're just like, you know shit, what? Cool. I know I'm, I don't for the next 10 minutes, I could just zone the fuck out and just strum the same couple chords over and over again. Do you think it's going to be all good? Do you think the fans know? Well, I think that that's kind of what that scene is. And, and I'm not saying it's bad. Like, I, I it's just different and um, kind of made me jealous. The fans, <laughs> they're just there. The, the, the crowd just wants continuous music. You know? Yeah. And they just want to dance and the mood, you know, and then. You know, I'm sure a lot of them are, have taken some mushrooms or something and they're just, just feeling it and they're just they're just doing circles and having a g great time smoking and that it just lettuce doesn't matter. They're like, fuck it. Just speaking of lettuce, one of the bands, that was the name. Lettuce. Lettuce. And then the and they're, they're massive, main, right? They're just like huge. Yeah. And wow. then um, that, the folks? main band that night that was playing two sets was the String Cheese Incident. Have you heard of this band? Oh, God, dude, they're massive. Yeah, they're massive. Massive, right? massive. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Mashing. It's I mean, dude, yeah. There's a lot of segments out there. This goes out to everybody. There's a lot of places to fit into the world, folks. You know? You don't just have to be this or that. Truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people doing really well just speaking to this a certain niche of people, you know? Be like the strength cheese incident. Don't try and be like, you know, Kanye West or something. <laughs> I feel like that's what Stick Figure is at heart. They're like a jam band. 
I guarantee you if they started playing some jam band festivals, yeah. which I'm sure they probably do, that they would crush. I, well, I mean, that's what that shit is to me. It ain't like crazy, like, I don't mean like shit, but like that, that's what that stuff is to me. It's like, they're, they're really ethereal and, and, and flowing, yeah. like flowing songs. They're yeah. not like crazy time signatures or, or like, and yeah, the 808 break, you know, it's like, yeah, they're, they're yeah. like really musical and, and, and they flow. You know what I mean? I feel like that, that, that's waiting to happen. You know, we'll be seeing like stick figure playing with like, you know, Todd Trucker's band or whatever. I should be an agent. Yeah, is Sean, wasn't Sean an agent for a little bit? Yeah, he was. He was doing that for a bit. Playing keys is probably a little more fun than booking shows, I imagine. Yeah. I mean. Unless you could book your own shows and you're double dipping. Ooh, oh, come on. Who does that? That's great. Like Chuck Berry. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that Chuck Chuck Berry would show up to the show? He'd drive himself and he'd show up with a briefcase for the cash and his guitar. He'd play, he'd play, settle his own show, get back in his car, sleep with some underage girls, and then drive off. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. Wild life. Wild, wild life. Still does it to this day. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Should we take some questions? What do we got, Luke? From Rick Royer. Describe the feeling when you call out to the crowds and they react with a fulfilling response. Fulfilling. Next question, yeah. Your Honor. Well, uh, honestly, I never call out to the crowd. So Jared does. And um, I always appreciate it. Um, it's actually really rad. Like I used to never do it either. And then um, Wilson, Eric Wilson, got really into this metal band a couple years ago. And the singer is like super animated. Like he sounds like the guy from uh, like Disturbed. Like, oh, wow. You know what I mean? He's like, come on, motherfuckers, stand up and sing your songs, you pussies. And like, he was like, dude, you got to do shit like this. And I was like, oh, man, I don't know, man. Um, so I, we met in the middle, you know, and he showed me some yeah. stuff, you know, and <laughs> I was like, OK, get up, you pussies. No, dude, I'm not making this up either. This guy's brutal, <laughs> but his fans are fucking into it. Like they're that's from, what they want. They're from Europe and they're like a hardcore metal band. And, you know, oh, I was yeah. like, Eric, dude, we're like fucking playing sublime songs. Like we're not yeah. we're not that, you know, get the fuck up, you fucking pussies. Dude, it was hilarious. Um so yeah, I'm gonna it's start cool, just it's fun. I'm gonna start randomly just every now and then just coming up in the mic and just saying something like that. What's up, you fucking bastards? You fucking pussies. You jerk asses. And I'll just be like, why did Daddy just say that? What's up? Why did he say that? You prim looking stargazers. <laughs> For all the, the good looking ladies out there, you could say that. That's a positive <laughs> thing. Uh, uh, I can say we're sorry about the guy. You know, with the leg, uh, you know, you remember that, Rome? <laughs> Do you remember that? What was that? The guy with the leg? Remember when we played? I think it was like, it was somewhere in Texas, like a oh, Corpus Christi or something. Shit. You know what I'm talking about. I know what huh? you're talking about. Fuck, but barely. But I do. So I remember the guy, it was a big L. They had... We were, it was a place that was like on the beach, but we weren't supposed to go in the water because there was some sort of bacteria <laughs> oh, in dude. the water. And they said that like the day before a guy went in there and his leg got super infected <laughs> with the bacteria. They had to amputate it. And during the process of the amputation or whatnot, like the guy ended up dying. 
from this bacteria. And Eric goes up to the mic during the show and he's just like, hey, I just want to say we're sorry about the guy, you know, and his leg. And Everybody's like, with the, the, you know, we're, the it, and you just about? come out and you're just like, yeah, guys, you go, this band does not take amputation lightly. <laughs> <laughs> I had to save it, man. This band. <laughs> oh, I was dying. <laughs> Dude, he did this again. We were somewhere in the United States and like someone, it, the runner was talking about the battleground we were on, like, you know, on the way to this cigarette shop in the morning. And then he remembered it on stage. It was just like. <sighs> Uh, we know there was war here and just to all the ancestors were like, no, don't go there. It's like, you know, the, the Spaniards came over and they fought the natives. <laughs> and we're like, no, don't go there. Oh, you don't know any of the story. Dude, that's, <laughs> I think if I was a fan, the main reason why I would go to a Sublime with Rome concert is just to see what Eric Wilson does. Like, you just never know. What's he gonna wear? What's he gonna do? What what what's bass? What and will there you, be a bass? Like yeah, will or just be gonna be <laughs> the keyboard? You know, I mean, he'll sound rad, but just like what yeah. what what is that guy? You know, what's his and if you're there? ever at a Sublime with Rome show and you're blessed with the moment that Eric walks up to the mic to say something, please stop what you're doing and just make sure listen. you listen. Put your phone down and just listen because he's usually listen. saying something fucking amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Oh. All right. What else we got, Luke? Justin Palmer. What was your most memorable jam session with a musician in or outside of your band? Man, I have um I have a good one. I guess with people out of our band was uh it had to be the the Daryl Hall show that we did. That's right. Uh Daryl's house when we did the Rich Girl song. It was just crazy because they were those guys were on another level. And they were ready to go the second we got there. Like, uh, we got hit up to do the Daryl show, Daryl Hall show, um, or Daryl's house. If you guys don't know what that is, look it up. And um, Daryl from uh, Hall, Hall and Oates. Yeah, from Hall and Oates. He uh, has a show where he has musicians come over to his house and he has his band there. And he play, they play two of your songs and then you play, you know, two of their songs. And it's super rad. But we got hit up and we were like on tour or something. And me and Jared, we're flying into New York to do this show and we hadn't even really played any of their songs. And on the plane there, Rome, you'd be proud of me. I, I put in the, the CD of, of the song, rich girl downloaded it into my computer. And I just ch chunked out a couple parts and made a stupid little beat, like a hip hop beat. And me and Jared wrote some raps to it on the plane. Good man. That's, we That's how them. you do yeah. it folks. <laughs> and, uh, but they were like, they listened to it like once or twice. They're like, cool, we're ready to go. And then they were just like, they already knew our songs. Obviously they knew their songs and they listened to our little thing we made once and they already knew it. And they just went, go roll cameras. I'm talking like we were there for five minutes and we were rolling cameras playing. And I was just like, I don't know what's happening. And they were just perfect. Dude, uh, they don't play. They were super cool, super cool guys. And yeah, man, that was fun. Legendary. Dude, I mean, the story I got is the legend too. Um, I was with Cheese out in Indiana, staying at his house a couple years back, and uh, ZZ, ZZ Top was in town, and they were playing the show, and um, we went to the show, and after the show, we were all hanging out on the bus, 
And um, Cheese was talking about this new, like, amp that he got. This, you know, old, you know how he is. He's got this old school amp he's all stoked on. And he was talking about it to to um, Billy Gibbons, the singer guitar player. And yeah. um, Billy's like, oh, well, let's, let's, you know, how far do you live from here? And by this time, it was, it was already after the concert. So it was like midnight. Um, She's just like, dude, I'm only like, you know, 30 minutes away. And he's like, let's go check it out. So fucking Billy Gibbons pulls a tour bus up to Jesus' house that's on a golf course. And he hops out and we're all just hanging out in Jesus' living room. We all got guitars and like Billy's just like running through all this like different scales. And he's playing, showing us like, you know, how to play Lagrange. And he's like teaching us all these like cool different things on guitar. And he starts talking about music history and but like, you know, when he used to jam with Bob Marley and like all this crazy stuff when he used to jam at Run DMC and we're like, what the fuck is going on right now? We're sitting in a living room jamming with Billy Gibbons at four in the morning now. Um, yeah, I got a picture. That was that. That's that, pretty awesome. That, that was probably like one of the most memorable moments ever, but definitely jam sessions. I think I've ever had good times. Good times. So guys, today we are just going to do a Q&A episode. Um, we've both been super busy, Rome with, you know, traveling back and forth from Red Rocks. And um, I've been back in the studio with the Dirty Heads finishing stuff up. So we we just, we haven't had a lot of time for the podcast, but we wanted to get you something. So we're just going to answer a bunch of these questions. These questions are coming from our Facebook group, the Rome and Duddy show over on Facebook. So if you're listening yeah. and you want a chance to ask us some questions that we will answer on the show. Head on over there. You know where we at. Slide on over. Answer. Make sure you send all your submissions to the Roman Shuddy. Do- <laughs> That's good. The Roman Ro- Shuddy. The Roman Shuddy Doe. The Roman Shuddy Doe. The Roman Shuddy Doe. That's so dumb. <laughs> okay. Make sure you send your submissions to the Rome and Duddy Show at gmail.com for your chance to be featured on our probably more likely bi weekly TGATS, the great yes. American talent show. Um, yeah, it's been awesome. We've we've done a uh, you know, over a dozen of these talent shows and it's been great to get to know everyone's talent and be able to broadcast it to the world. So thank you guys for the submissions and keep submitting. Um, yeah. Like Daddy said, we're going to keep this one a little bit shorter today. Just answer some of the questions you guys submitted and we'll be back next week with a new talent show. Boom. What do we got from Sarah Gaines? What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Ooh. Uh, I went to a restaurant that had um, edible plastic. Ew. Yeah. It was like one of those five-star restaurants, you know, where they're like, the food's like this big on like a big plate. Um, And it wasn't like, it wasn't like actually plastic, but it was like this, like they, they, they made it look like a piece of plastic, like a plastic toy. And it was just like, uh, it was, uh, I'm pretty sure it was like sugar or something. Probably. but dude, I mean, it looked like you were just eating a piece of plastic. It was fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, shit, I've eaten like the bugs and all that crap, you know. Um, alligator? I can't, oh, I've eaten alligator. Yeah, and yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's like chicken. It just tastes like a, like a gamey sausage almost, you know. Uh, okay, I like that. But I can't think of the name of what this was. It was in a Japanese restaurant probably. And uh, it was these little balls. And you, 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 you put them in your mouth and, and they had this weird texture, but they would pop and it'd be like salt water. 
And like uh. just the texture and the popping of, and it would just be like salt water and there'd be like a piece of sand in your mouth afterwards. Like, and, uh, you remember Andy hung? Of course. Yeah. So he took us, me and Jared to this place and he's like, you guys got to try these things. And like, I'll never forget it. It was just like the worst. I hated it. Dude. I hated it so much. Okay. Hold on. I got to tell you this one. All right. We played a show at, um, <laughs> okay. We played the show in South Korea a couple years back. Well, I'll tell you exactly when it was five years back before Rio was born. And I just told the guys that night that, um, I was, that my wife was pregnant and we were going to be having our first son. And, um, so we're like, yeah, you know, we partied it up and we were in South Korea. So we left the premises that we were at and went into town and we all ate at a local Korean restaurant, like really nice spot. And we're all like eating and and drinking soju and stuff. And somebody decides that it would be a good idea to order horse. Yeah, man. Wow. This is the craziest food that I almost tried, but fucking didn't. You didn't even eat it. I'm not eating a horse, dude. No way am I eating a horse. Like, I'll eat anything else, but I can't eat animals that I just have like an affection towards. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't care how much, how good it costs or how, how good it is or how much it costs or whatever. It's just like, I'm not, I'm not eating a dog and I'm not eating a fucking horse. You know, <laughs> um, I don't really care about cats. So I'll eat some cats at a Chinese spot. I don't care. Um, but anyway, so that being said, Gross. dude, everybody who tried the horse got deathly sick the next day. They were like, had to move their flights. They couldn't fly. Like it was really, that's really probably bad. a thing where they're like, yeah, if you're willing to eat this horse, you gotta be willing to take that L and you're going to fucking die. Yeah. Don't eat horse. Don't eat horse. That's we should make t-shirts that just say that. Don't eat horse. <laughs> you should make that for your happy. That, that, the next drop. Don't eat horse. <laughs> <laughs> just a hoof dripping glue. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> it's just a horse giving you a thumbs up on the back oh my god <laughs> that's a great shirt i'd wear it you would is that it no we got a handful more from jennifer what's something you have purchased that was a total waste of money uh these caster wheels that i just bought uh well i don't know i mean it depends on what you consider a waste of money like something that you because you could get something that Gives you immediate value and just pleasure and it was worth it in that time yeah. and then ruin it and then it'd be worth nothing now. I mean, I guess whoever paid for that horse, <laughs> whoever bought my old Escalade, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> fuck that thing up. Oh, uh, I've told the story about that when I bought a drone and then crashed it. Into the lake. <laughs> I swear to God, when that question was being read, I was thinking about that story for you. I was like, <laughs> Probably that drone that lasted three minutes. <laughs> that was a waste. Uh, but I have a funny, funny story for the rest of my life. So I guess kind of not a waste. Um, I don't uh, know. I don't, I don't waste money. So I guess nothing. <laughs> Next question. From Patrick McCauley. What is your favorite fast food French fry? There's this place in uh, Leaper's Fork or in Fairview, Tennessee. It's called Jefferson's Bar and Grill. And they have an amazing deep fried French fry. It's got like a crunch to it almost. But what's your favorite fast food French fry? Well, that is, it's, it's, you know. All right. All right. Uh, but fast food, drive through. It has to have a drive through. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's got to be McDonald's, right? Don't they? They got the best fries. 
I don't, I don't, I don't really know. eat. I'm not I a big fry guy. I'm a tater tot guy. I like guy. fries. I like tater tots too. Ooh, yeah. I'm um, always tater tot. We're on your I knees. don't eat a lot of fast food and I can't remember. I just, I don't know. I guess I know McDonald's has bomb fries. Yeah. I guess I'll have to go with that. All right. If it's local, uh, I'm going to say, uh, do waffle fries count? Hell yeah, they count. Oh, you know who's got the best fries here in Tennessee? Uh, I forgot. <laughs> That's, That's really good. good. That's a good answer. I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link. It's my affiliate link. You get 10% be, off. Hands down, best fries though. Applebee's, right? Oh, yeah. Hands down. Best steak I ever had in my life. Applebee's two for one. Filet, filet Fridays. Well, fifteen dollars. Is it is it their steak that's good, so good, or is it their ketchup that's so good? Because I dip that steak in that ketchup, and it's so bomb. It's so good with the <laughs> oh, I love it. It's not even Heinz. It's like an off-brand Deschutes. Yeah, you can't get that anywhere else. Yeah, it's only Applebee's. It's like corn syrup with a little splash of tomato yeah. in there. <laughs> a little cumin. A little cumin. <laughs> the paprika. They put the paprika in for the color. So it's, so it's red. Um, what else we got? From Tyler Rogan. What was your first guitar and do you still have it? Yes. That's a weird ass sound. But ball guy's um, back. The ball guy is back. Oh my God. I haven't seen Ball Guy. Oh, yeah. You fucking threatened his dog. He's went running for the hills. <laughs> uh, he tries. Tries to bring his dog out there to play. His dog just like lays down. <laughs> um, my first guitar I, I owned was a Samic. It's a Japanese like Fender knockoff company. And I still have it. It's framed. I have it in my studio. The first guitar like I played that like a lot on my my brother got a guitar and an amp for Christmas and I got drums. That was our first like equipment we got but we kind of started switching pretty quickly where i would just go and sneak and play the guitar and it was we bought it off my neighbor and i mean this was i don't know 1992 or something and it was a fluorescent like almost glow-in-the-dark looking ibanez green what you had an ibanez oh yeah it was like the most shred metal guitar you've ever seen and it was so hilarious and no i don't we don't have it anymore i don't even i don't remember what happened to that but that was a funny ass guitar my dad bless his heart he uh you know he he just likes to give stuff away and um maybe like a year or two ago th this fan sent me a link to my guitar online which was very weird because I haven't thought or seen of this guitar. It was, it was actually my brother's guitar, but we used to share a guitar, so it was whatever. Yeah. But uh, I hadn't seen this guitar or thought about it in years until I saw it online on fucking eBay. And I was like, where did you get the, what? And then I like did a little more digging and it turns out like my dad was like, oh yeah, that's my son's guitar. Hey, do you need a guitar here? You can have this one. And he just gave the guitar and the guy immediately grabbed it and just turned around and threw it online. Did it say, say like Rome? 100%. Guitar? 100%, 100%. How much was it going for? Like, I think like eight or 900 bucks or something. And the guitar was only like $150 Ibanez, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I, mean, I told my dad, I'm like, dude, you gotta be careful, man. People are, you know, I just don't want someone to get one up, one over it on that, you know? But 
What else do we got? We got anything else? Uh, from Tees. What do you guys do to maintain your voice? Oh, Thais. She's in Discord. Thais. Uh, um, Thaisa. I, I, um, vocal warm-ups that Jared showed me a couple of years ago, last summer, that were really rad. Those um, things really help. I swear yeah, to God. Yeah, vocal warm-ups help. Um, Not smoking cigarettes anymore really helps. Oh, yeah, I quit. Not staying like up till 11, 5 in the morning, ago. drinking whiskey. That's great. Screaming with your friends like, <laughs> up till 4 in the morning every single night. Yeah, oh, that's man. not good. Um, Shout out to Ron. You know what? It's, I, don't have, I don't go crazy with like anything like wild. I do vocal warm-ups before shows. and uh, But I've talked about it before, too. Like, I'm not going doing crazy, like pushing vocals. I'm mostly to stay in my lane. I'm kind of talking, you know, but Jared, who's like always, you know, pushing it and he's, he, he sings a lot higher. You know, he's definitely has to take care of his voice a little bit more than I do. Yeah. Jared's on his shit for sure. Yeah. I just, I be waking up and just got to get on my shit, man. Or else you don't want that. Got to practice. It's like stretching before a basketball game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Got to do it. That's right. Well, so that's it. So sorry, weird episode today, but we want to get you guys something. It's beautiful. And we will be back next we week back. with a T-Gats. Lots of uh, exciting stuff going down. Be on the lookout for some new music from everybody this summer. I don't know anything specific, but I just imagine that's how it goes. So <laughs> good stuff, everyone. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the time. We'll catch you all next week. Peace. Later. Steiner. This is Barry Corder. And after you check out the latest episode of the What Podcast, be sure to check out some of the other great programs on the Consequence Podcast Network, including Rootsland. It's an original story of two friends who take a musical and spiritual journey from the suburbs of Long Island to the streets of Kingston, Jamaica. Or Kyle Meredith with where you can find interviews with all of your favorite musicians and bands. Hosted by our guy, Kyle Meredith. New episodes air weekly on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Head to consequence.net to listen to these podcasts and many great others.